Welcome back to the channel. Before I get started, I was having a look at my video analytics the other day, and I noticed that over 94.5% of you actually watch my videos aren't actually subscribed. So do us a solid. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Also, hit our like button for all our videos. Really helps our channel grow. Okay? On with the video. Here at the Bounce of the Ball, we'd like to acknowledge the Waramai people, the traditional custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast. We pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging, and I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening. Okay, and welcome back. It's episode 35. It's been a minute. Sorry about that. I was fully sick, and so was my friend here for a little bit there. So yeah, we missed out on some of the big news, but it's episode 35, ironically, actually. So, who have we got this week? Episode 35, who wore the jersey number? As I said, I'll start us off this week, brother. Um, I'll go with Mr. Reggie Bullock. Okay, Reggie Bullock, hey? I'm going to go with Montrez Harrell. Oh, the man, the myth, the... I don't know what else you'd call him. Um, <laughs> Mr. Champ Champ himself, Mr. Mark Mazden. There you go. You Love cannot raise the eyebrows. Exactly, bro. <laughs> champ, champ. And the man who sent free agency into absolute meltdown, KD, the man himself, Kevin Durant. You don't know who I am. I'm Kevin Durant. Easy money sniper, bro. Easy money. Okay. So let's get amongst it. So this week on the show, we have, yeah, gotta cover some shit we've been missing. So Golden State Warriors, they're the champions. But We've missed so much, it's already next season. So we've had the draft in the meantime, and two days ago, I think two days ago, or a day and a half ago, free agency went into meltdown with KD demanding a trade from the Nets. So without further ado, let's get amongst it. Okay, first things first. Warriors are the NBA champions, fourth time in eight seasons. Mate, what do you got to say about it? I'm waiting you for my Warriors. Him? Mate, I'm waiting for my Warriors jersey to pitch up. Um, I told <laughs> you. I'm the biggest Golden State fan at the moment. Um, I did call it, mate. I did say Golden State. I said in seven. But, um, yeah. Ben Wagner. Mate, anything <laughs> but the Celtics. I told you that. Anything but the Celtics. Oh, too funny. You know what it's like. You got to give them props from coming back from adversity. Um, the injuries, everyone writing them off. It's been what almost three seasons of everyone saying that they're washed and they'll never get back on that podium. Um, it's been impressive, absolutely impressive. And um, I'll give the man his flowers. Steph balled out. I know lots of people are hating on him, saying he didn't deserve it, but. Um, he did ball out, and you got to give him that, man. When a man averages 31.2 points per game, six rebounds per game, and five assists, it's pretty hard to argue with those stats, man. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, I was pretty impressed with a few things, but one thing I was not impressed with with their win was Clay Thompson. Um, let me just share this little moment with you. I remember yeah. this. Strength and strength, alive and well. 
<laughs> I can't wait. There was this one player on the Grizzlies who tweeted strength and numbers after they beat us in the regular season, and it pissed me off so much. I can't wait to retweet that thing. Freaking bum. That I had to watch that. I'm just like, this freaking clown. Okay. 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 Sorry. That memory just popped up. You're going to mock us? Like, you ain't ever been there before, bro. We've been there. We know what it takes. So to be here again, hold that. Yeah, okay. So um I reckon Clay Thompson's an actual like bitch for saying that, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um no, nah, not really. Um oh, straight up. Okay, man. I take that like, back. Of all things to be like having a freaking like bitch about in your championship, you know, you you've just won. And to like to put some dude on blast who's like respecting his team for like pulling together and winning a game, yeah, as a unit, it's just it's just douchebaggery, man. Like, yeah, is it though? Like, yeah, I think it is. Man. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, man, that all throughout sports, people take something for motivation, and if that's what he had to use, um, that's. What bought the energy for him, man? You can't hate him. We're not playing against the man. It was so weird. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Like they've heard everyone chirping. Everyone's chirping for three yeah, years. Well, he's definitely created like some form of definite rivalry now between oh, the against those scrubs and on, the Warriors. No, no. Oh, no. they're going to come at them, man. Hey, yeah. who? Grizzlies. They're they're a team, man. They're a pretty good team. I'm telling you. They are not oh, going to challenge next season for a chip. We'll see. I'm telling they you. They would have this year if Jar was fit. I know that. So I could say that about a lot of teams, bro. Mm. But you are right though. Like if Jar had been playing in those knockout games, they would have won him. Yeah. But I don't think that the injury knock- kind of like really did help Golden State. Like yeah, immensely. It did. There was Golden State got beat by 50 points by the Grizzlies without Jar Morant in the playoffs. So that's just <laughs> that happened. So um, yeah, I wouldn't be writing that team off. You're saying that I think they're built for the future. They're just going to develop as a team. I think they're going to be dangerous moving forward. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting rivalry, I think. So yeah. I Someone's going to take something personally. I think the Grizzlies have got something more personal to take now out of that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see the benefit of it, but yeah, it's Clay Thompson, was, I suppose. That was the motivation. He took it personal. That was his motivation, bro. He needed it. He needed it. Bizarre motivation. Anyhow, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't know. I just find it hard to hate on someone in that moment. Um, it is kind of odd to bring it up when you're supposed to be celebrating and happy. Um, yeah, I know, right. To me, that's more locker room. That's more locker room type stuff where you bring it up amongst yourselves. Yeah, it's like amongst the boys. Like, especially yeah. calling him a clown and a bomb man. Like, that's okay. <laughs> that was in- interesting. Interesting uh, statements to make. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to Wiggins. I reckon Wiggins was the real like. Yeah, you know, oh, don't sit there and out of that game. Like, he was amazing, man. Like. Of Clay yeah. Thompson to be talking that much smack and not having as much of a contribution to the game as you know, like you know, fair enough, he came back from injury and everything, but 
he was a shadow of the person he was before he came right. back. You know what I mean? Uh, in, in that game six, when he was missing open shots and missing layups, and it was, yeah, it was weird. Absolutely. Yeah, weird. <clears throat> but, yeah, yeah, but like I said, um, Wiggins, yeah. Talk about a redemption story, man. Um, dude, he's, it's all about being in the right environment. Hey, when you get drafted, it just proves that like some of these smaller franchise, um, small market franchises, they're not equipped. You know what I mean? You can give them all the first round talent you want sometimes. And it just yeah. doesn't matter if they don't select an aggressive player. Um, yeah, they're pretty much going to lose talent within their system so i just kind of think with wiggins um the pressure was too much for him and the expectation was too much for him there and he didn't have a lot of help when he's a rook either um yeah they expected him to be um the next coming and that just wasn't him and i think his confidence just got absolutely shot and torn to pieces um and then you see it where he gets traded and he's in an environment where he's got people who can't actually help him. And, yeah, he balled out. What was his average? I don't know if Jimmy had anything to do with his confidence being shot to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's just weird. But I, I remember you um, read out his um, stats from the final series. Do you still have those handy or...? Yeah, uh, he finished with 18.3 uh, points, 8.8 uh, rebounds, man. So, Jeez. pretty insane. That final game, in game five, he dropped 26. It's crucial. So, Oh, that's the game that was carried. Mez was on fire, dude. Like, he was dead mm. set. Like, some of them first step, just getting past Tatum the way he was and the way he was locking down Tatum too in defense as well was... Yeah. Fairly phenomenal, man. Like, yeah, it was. I was quite impressed with Wiggins. Like, he he is now an asset. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Golden State would ever want to get rid of him. He's he's feeling a need. How could you? But, yeah, can't. I can't say it. No, you can't. No. And he's done himself absolutely. Like he's done himself every single phase. Like he's done so much for himself right now. His oh, yeah. value's skyrocketed. Um, yeah, he's. He's a good player, a very good player. Yeah, but, so um, you can definitely say that uh, the Warriors won that trade in the end. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, I guess the last thing to bring up on the finals without uh, having a go at the Celtics is just the fact that um, from memory, I think uh, when he spoke last time, we worked out that Steph was only the fourth player in NBA history to average 35 and 5. Um, in a final series, and I think the only other players to do it were Jerry West, Michael Jordan, or as uh, I like to call him, Black Jesus, and Black uh, Jesus. a certain Mister, <laughs> and a certain Mister LeBron James. He's in great, great, great company with that. Wow. Yeah, he's up there, man. Um... Probably one of the best shooters of all time, you'd have to say right now. Okay, so that was last year, done and dusted. And we've been on hiatus for that long, man, that we're now in full swing 
of the trade season. We've had the draft the other week. Um, mm-hmm. In that time, Jeremy Grant actually got traded with a pick uh, to Portland. So he's going to be teaming up with Dame Lillard. That's going to be interesting to see how that works out. He um, may be getting teamed up with Dame Lillard. Uh, Dame's not going anywhere. Dame's not going anywhere. Why would he stay? I don't understand that. Uh, he's just loyal, man. I don't know. That's, that's how he is. It's a dying commodity. A dying commodity. There's a different staying loyal to a franchise where you can see yourselves actually challenging and then you have down periods. But to stick around where all other yeah. teams are upping. <laughs> It's different if all the other teams and like all the other superstar players are staying loyal. Like when you're the only one, it makes no sense. But they're doing something. Uh, they're kind of building around him. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I think they tried to pick up. Who was it? Uh, Gary Patton Jr. Or Gary Patton II. But I believe he re-signed with the Warriors. So... Yeah, I don't think that worked out the way they wanted. Um, Someone who has an absolute journey, man, to find a home like that, good on him. Yeah. Uh, he only signed for 1.8, I think. So, yeah, one, only 1.8. But, yeah, in comparison <laughs> to, yeah, it's uh, small compared to some of the contracts I'm about to go over. Um, interestingly, just before we get to that, we had the draft day. We had Paolo... Um, and Caro, he went number one overall. Some weird smoke and mirrors were getting pulled by the Magic to get him number one overall. It wasn't really necessary. They had the number one pick. So <laughs> that was strange. Um, Got to keep people. Yeah, guessing. he was actually projected to go third. Uh, Chet Holgram, he's stuck in his position, the Gonzaga, Gonzaga forward. Uh, he joins Josh Giddy over there at OKC. He went second. And Jabari Parker, who was projected number one, he ended up going third to the Rockets. So that was like either one who picked them up was going to be lucky. They're all kind of like equal talent on that level. Um, ben Caro is probably the most polished of the three of them players. Uh, Jabari Parker is pretty much a gun catch and shoot player, but um, yeah, see how it all pans out. Um, Jaden Ivey went to the Pistons at number five. And it's going to be interesting to see how he compares to the Kings pick. You know how the Kings are notoriously just fuck up their draft pick year after year. <laughs> <laughs> so Jade Nivey's projected to be the most athletic talent within the draft. And he ended up going to the Pistons. He's now like matched up. He's like paired up with Cade and everyone's like, man, that's dangerous. That is a dangerous pairing. So um, Australian Dyson Daniels, he... Uh, went number eight overall and went to New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. And the NBL Breakers star, Usman Dang, he went, he got selected by the Knicks and then traded seconds later with multiple first round picks to OKC. So, yeah. Explain that one to me. I don't know. Um, so the Knicks were building up a lot of, well, I'll get to that in a moment because. In my opinion, the Knicks should probably invest, probably be investigated for tampering at this point. What they've done with Brunson, it's quite obvious that tampering is involved. But um, mm. yeah, well, his father's works there and everything, dude. Like it's just, yeah. 
Anyhow, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, the Bulls, they end up picking up a versatile guard, Dalen Terry, uh, with the 18th pick. He's six foot seven with a seven foot two wingspan. Um, Eversley reckons he's probably going to use him more as a three than a guard, but we'll see how it goes. We've got Kobe White. I believe we're going to use him as a trade asset at the moment in these. We'll see how he goes. Um, you were absolutely crazy. So we'll just see. We also pick up Marquette forward Justin Lewis on a two-way deal as well. Um, you guys picked up Max Christie, who's a Michigan State guard, um, mm-hmm. the 35th pick, and he signed Scotty Pippen Jr. on a two-way contract. And Sharif O'Neal is going to be playing some summer league for you guys. Oh, um, I don't really know what happened to Sharif. Like, I guess I don't watch yeah, the hard operation. Before. I think everyone's a bit sketchy on yeah, whether he's going to be a um, yeah, long-term talent with his health. Um, they do get all the medical reports and stuff like that as well. But um, yeah, hard to um, judge, as you said, but. Yeah, so we'll have him in summer league, see how he runs, see how he goes, and he might pick up a two-way. Who knows? Yeah. Um, or he might just get put into the development league. Um, you never know, but um, high risk, high reward, I suppose, in these type of situations, especially oh, for yeah. us. No picks. What are you supposed to do? Well, man, he's his biggest, he's his biggest shack was when he was first into the league. So, yeah. I have this feeling that he could be a future talent. It just everyone's just a bit sketchy on. He's actually got a three-point shot on him as well. So, mm. yeah, see how that goes. Anyhow, so some leagues just around the corner. It's um, at the end of this month, but in the meantime, we had free agency kick off a day and a half ago, and to kick off free agency, we had Kevin Durant demand a trade from the Nets. So it sent the entire league into a frenzy. Apparently, half the league has done their due diligence and they have contacted the Nets to see what it would take to actually get Kevin Durant at their club. Anyone who has not is basically committing franchise malpractice, in my mind. Um, Oh, come on. You at least have to make the phone call. You at least have to make the phone call and say, if you don't do that, then you're not worth your salt as as a GM. You should be dragged outside and thrown to the street, okay? You should never be allowed to be a jam in the league again if you do not ring the nets and ask what it will take. But, yeah, it seems like the Lakers could possibly be a possibility of picking up the troubled child and angry man himself, KD, Kyrie. Do they even want to play together anymore? I think they do. Do they? Seems like it. I, I don't see how. Like, why is KD coming out and demanding a trade after Kyrie's committed and picked up his option? I think Kyrie might have convinced him, let's go play over with Bron. We're getting old. Who cares? Let's just go have a crack. Harden was a bitch. Bron won't bitch out on us. You just bitch at him. Huh? I see. Even though, you know, even though it was mostly Kyrie, he was probably could be blamed for bitching out on everyone, but in the end, it was no. Harden who bailed. Who failed? Who bailed? No, who failed. Okay, either way. Whatever way you wanted to spin it. 
Yeah, so interesting. Nah, interesting. I'm telling you. Um, you know my thoughts on Harden when he went there. It on paper, it should have worked. Well, um, he's taken a pay cut now to try and like beef up the Sixers roster, apparently. He's turned down his extension, which would have been 40 odd mil. And he's gonna take uh cut. So yeah, they can get other players there to actually challenge. Which is interesting. That's because he knows he's been a fraud for the last two, three years. All this is acknowledging it. Ugh, mate, I've got no time for Harden. Was it a play? It was a play option too, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Has he re-signed? They're negotiating right now, apparently. So was it a case of him thinking he could opt out and take the max? Um, no, he's actually like said he's going to help them retool by taking less money. Him and Maury talking about it anyway. The uh, strip clubs out there must be pretty ordinary then. Yeah. Uh, so, like I was saying, the biggest trade of the day that's gone down so far was the Go Bear trade to the Timberwolves. Now, there was a lot of talk of Go Bear to the Bulls. I didn't really buy much into it. I didn't really care for it much either. I'm happy with Vooch. Many people are not. Um, yeah, I just think he's too good of a talent to give up on, and I just think, Maybe just see how we go this year. Um, everyone seems to yeah. think that the Bulls needed to completely like shake the shit out of that frigging roster, but I just don't think so because we were one of the best teams in the comp until we got injured. So healthy Bulls is like top four team in the East easy. <clears throat> you think so? You don't agree? No. I honestly do not agree with that statement. Okay. So what did they not get that they should have got then? I think you guys could have done a whole... It's hard to tell, but your backup center is an issue for me. You guys need something there. Um, You, got, you just signed someone there, didn't you? Yeah, we just signed Drummond as a backup center. On 3.3. This isn't too bad. We got Derek Jones Jr. back, which can play more of a three role. He was playing a lot of small ball five last year, which is like real tough for him. Um, but, you know, he played that role anyway. Um, he is more versatile at the three. So, and we got him for 3.3 there as well. We're just short. We have some space. We're not hard capped at the moment. So we have some wriggle room. Uh, wriggle room. Uh-huh. And still um, possibly could be a trade open on the market we'll see how we go so my yeah, only but the big the news was that we have signed zach levine for a five year to the max so he got paid 215 million um his deal that makes him the highest paid chicago bull in the history of the franchise more than mj so it was actually mj only ever got 33 million i believe and that was the contract that actually sent the league into lockdown <laughs> the following season. So, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, eh? Anyway. Over how many years? One. He was signing one-year deals in the end, and he got a $33 million deal for his last season. That's sick. I like that. That's like... That's ridiculous money back then. You know that <laughs> for playing basketball. That's, that's huge. Everyone's like, like, this is ridiculous money. Yes, yeah, like one season. And that's when the huge 
huge albatross contracts started coming around after that. It's like, yeah, that just left teams in terrible positions and players <laughs> lucratively rich. So, um, dude, Zion, what the fuck, man? How do you pay a bloke $231 million, bro? You got $16 million more than Zach Levine. Remember when I seen it this morning and I sent it to you? Well, you might have sent me the thing that Zion's resigning. What was my response? Yeah. Straight up, I said, this man has played 85 games. And he's on his second signature sneaker with Jordan. Don't, played, don't forget that as well, man. Like He has played 80. He's played one year worth of basketball. It's unreal. He's a rookie. And, he's and a rookie. meanwhile, meanwhile, look what number two pick Ja Morant's done in that time. Exactly my point. It's absolutely bonkers. How on earth? Why is anyone paying him that much money? I don't know. Ja didn't even... I don't, I don't even think Ja got that. I think Ja got similar to Zach. Oh, it's insane. Quickly look it up. Ja Morant. I remember he did treat... He did tweet rollies for all the boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> legend, eh? Legendary. Dead set legend. Jamarin contract. Okay, Jar signed. $193 million rookie extension. Five year deal. Okay, Jar. 193. $193 million. Okay. And Zion. Who's played no ball? Zion. 215. Oh, no, it's 230. contract. $231 million contract. Five-year rookie extension. It's insane. It's unconscionable, man, that he's commanding that salary over Ja Morant when Ja Morant is way more of a proven player. Same rookie class, same high school team. How's that? Can you imagine Crazy. playing against Ja Morant and Zion in your high school team? That's just mind-blowing. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I I find it hard to understand how he's worth that much. <sighs> wow. Insane. I, I'm, Insane. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> it's nuts. I have no idea how that it's fucking so works. so unproven. Though. I do not know how he even validates that shit, dude. Yeah. Oh, well. Five years, $231 million. Wow. <laughs> or do you think they're using that to trade to get shit back? Who's going to trade for Zion? I don't know. If you offered me Rudy Gobert or Zion on that contract, I know who I'm taking. You're taking Zion? Yeah. Every day of the week. I get I'm he's unproven, but I'm taking oh, You know what? He's no, potential. No, no, no. I, I am taking Gobert, man. I am taking Oh, Rudy. my God. You can. Okay. 
You know why? No, you know why? And I'll take Zahn, and he'll get fouls all day long on Rudy. (laughs) When's he going to get fouls? When? Dude. When? When he's sitting on his bed at home. When he's sitting on the sideline. Shots fired. Mate, there's no point. A guy who doesn't play basketball, as opposed to a guy who plays basketball, maybe not the best guy in the world at it, but at least he plays. It's pretty insane, man. Like, uh, I, I don't get it. He hates losing Rudy Gobert. I'll give him that, man. I'll give him that. Bro, as I said, at least he plays. At least he plays. At least he plays. That's what it is. At least he plays. I I find it very hard to sit there and think Gobert is, isn't as respected as Zion when, fuck, I'm not a fan of Zion anymore. It's an absolute... Piss take, in my opinion. Absolute piss take. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. It actually infuriates me. But anyway, at least he's not. I'm going to the follow him on Twitter. There you go. <laughs> That's because he'll get a third shoe deal. You're literally giving him fucking fans. He'll get another shoe deal, bro. That's all right. Oh, well, are you going to start buying the Zions now? Never. Why? The Jays? Yeah, but they're not signature Jays. They're like kind of signature Jays, you know. It's like buying the Why Not, eh? <sighs> I was nearly tempted on buying the Why Nots last year. But, um, you know, the black ones, they look pretty schmick. Kind of similar to my, um, my low... Um, 11s, but mm-hmm. there, a six shoe. It's probably the best shoe I've ever bought. Oh, yeah. And by the way, um, one of the comments on the, one of our last videos, my shoes aren't fake, so go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unless Culture Kings, Nike. And uh, Foot Locker are selling fake shoes. I'm fairly sure I'm pretty safe. I don't buy anything that's not, you know, retail release. So, um, yeah, once again, go fuck yourself. And, um, yeah, enjoy the video and enjoy my Nikes. (laughs) (laughs) You're buying bootleg, brother. Yeah, like I was saying before, there was that, um, yeah, stupid, hey. Like I was saying before, there was that massive Go Bear trade uh, to the Timberwolves. So they got an absolute haul, an absolute haul, the Jazz, off the Timberwolves for Go Bear. Um, so they got Pat Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, um, Balmero, and the 22nd pick from this year, Walker Kessler, plus four first-round picks. And, and they're also taking well, on... The $42 million go bear salary as well. So, dude, like, is you Rudy Goldbear worth that much? It's a case of just wanting to get rid of him, isn't it? Well, like, you think no, about like it. I'm talking yes, about for the fine. Timberwolves. What the no, Jazz have just cleaned up. Danny Ainge no. is just like laughing, absolutely laughing. 
to me, that's a hundred percent cat saying he doesn't want to play the five ever. One hundred percent. That's exactly what he's saying. Rudy Gobert, if he's in the key and next to the key, he's a great defender. You cannot knock the man for that. He's amazing. He's an amazing shot. Huge front court now, man. I think they're the biggest front court in the league for sure. Yeah, they've got the two seven footers. But what happens when you drag both of those guys out? What happens when you get them on the switch? It's exactly. going to be interesting. Small ball lineups are going to have a field day with them, bro. As long as you get them out of the key, 100%. Yeah. Unless they decide to play a mix of zone or something like that to have both of them out there. I, I don't know what they're going to do, but um, it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, five first-round picks for him plus players. My question for you is, what the hell has it done to the market for KD? If he's worth that, Dude, what's that KD going to Exactly, man. What is KD going to demand? That is insane. If they've set the precedent with Gobert for that, that like that's what Rudy Gobert is worth, what the hell is Kevin Durant going to demand? Like, the Nets are actually in the best position right now. They're like, of course we'll trade for you. Yeah, 100%. Chuck us 10 first round picks. Chuck us guys to make up the salary. Like they always knew they were going to be in this position. That's why they signed him to this massive contract for so long. It's like, yeah. This is yeah. It's an asset in itself, Kevin Durant on that longer contract. I just, yeah, I I just don't get it. It makes no sense to me. And then we have Kyrie probably looking like he's going to be a Laker. When this is all said and done, the Nets have come out pretty much and said that nothing the Lakers have to offer interest them. When did that? When I didn't see that. When did that come out today? I think it was Windhorst who came out and said that um, that every single thing that the Lakers are throwing out does not interest them. Uh, they're just playing hardball at the moment. They'll get him. What are the Lakers going to? What, what are the Lakers going to offer? Tht. Russ. <laughs> That's about our entire roster. Kendrick Nunn. So what's Russ's contract? Is he on 40? 45, I think it is. Jesus Christ. Kyrie <laughs> just signed like a $34 million deal or something like that. Yeah. So they're going to have to package people. And this is where the KD Kyrie package becomes a viable option. And then the Lakers have got to start considering what they're going to package back. And it seems like the AD and Russ for KD and Kyrie is the only fair trade at this point. If you were in New York, uh, the Nets, would you not be demanding um, LeBron in there as opposed to AD due to his injury record? There's nothing. If I was the Nets, I'd just tell him, no way. You haven't got anything really to offer me. I want that plus picks if I'm the Nets. We don't have picks. That's the point, then. You're not getting KD. We can't. Cannot get him. And I don't see how we can get Kyrie. Like, what else are they going to do? Oh, they might pay you to take Kyrie, dude. I shit you not. If they trade him right now, Mm. because they've just signed him, they only get half the value of his contract. So they've got to send way more stuff over. And I'm a bit surprised Kyrie opted in, to be honest. But where was he going to get that type of money ever again? 
Yeah, he opted in for the figure. So he could mm. be traded with that figure. Otherwise, he was only going to, because the market was too small. Everyone only had like $6 million contracts to offer. So, yep. yeah, I, don't, I understand completely why he did it. That kind of brings us to one of the last most interesting trades to me. I think there needs to be some sort of investigation. Um, considering last year the Bulls got pinned for tampering and lost a pick, um, it was the worst kept secret in the world that Brunson is going to sign with the Knicks. Um, and like I said, I think they need to be investigated for tampering in this case, man. If you're going to impose the rule, you know, you either impose it on everyone or you get rid of the rule altogether. Wasn't it a case of you guys almost announcing something before you were supposed to announce it? Shams announced it two minutes before the, um, the window, the trade, the, it opened up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. But in saying that, it was a prearranged trade from the previous deadline that had fell short at the last second and only required just ironing out details for it to get across the line. Yep. So it was never going to be an issue. It was always going to happen right on the trade deadline anyway. You know what I mean? Like all, all the framework had been put together at the previous trade deadline. So that's why I think it's a bit harsh. Bulls copped it anyway, but that's beside the point now. The point is that there's obvious tampering going on right now during this free agency period, especially yeah. with Derek Brunson. Every man and his dog can see it. And it was the Knicks who actually put in the complaint last year about the Bulls because they wanted Lonzo. So how's that? That's because they wanted Lonzo, as he said. That's the problem. Yeah. So they're sitting there, they're sitting there saying we haven't, had, we haven't had fair crack at this lad and you guys haven't. Like, yeah, yeah, but then they go and do the same thing with Brunson and don't even allow the Mavs to have a crack at him. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. and it's quite obvious that there's tampering going on. It would have been some discussion over the last family dinner with Brunson's father now working at the Nets and um, his former sorry, the, the Knicks and his former agent being the GM there, I believe, at the moment, or the president of operation, basketball operations. So, Mate, it was just family dinner. I don't know why you're getting all up in your feels like that. Um, like, at the end of the day, like, everyone knows that they cannot announce all these deals right the instant, the dead, like, it opens up. It's not possible. Everyone yeah. tampers. Everyone does. And that's just the way it is. Like, players aren't idiots. That well, like I said, man, you ever freaking investigate at all, impose your rules on everyone or get rid of the rule altogether. Or don't leak shit to Shams and let him drop shit two minutes before he's supposed to. Like, I don't know what. Like, I understand all these NBA guys are trying to make as those that they're in the know and all this other stuff. But he... It was Clutch as well. Who would have leaked it to Shams and then... But Shams needs to know that you post it right as it opens. Like, it's dumb. Yeah. you got to admit that. Oh, yeah. It's dumb. Just annoying to us. We lost a pick out of it. So I think, um, yeah, Knicks should probably do the same. He Anyhow. was such a bitter man, bro. I never knew. I am. I am very bitter, man. Very, very, very bitter. Okay, so that brings in 
another episode for the week. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify or Podbean, please give us a five-star review and share us on the socials. If you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel and like all our videos. Yeah, so see you next week, bro. Uh, actually, we'll catch up in a couple of days and we're going to do an NRL pod. What we decide to do now is to break it up. So this is all NBA pod and then an all NRL pod instead of mixing it all up together. So you can tune in to the sport you like to listen to. Okay. Well, we'll see you next time. Have a good one, brother. You too, mate.